Welcome to the show. It is me. It is me, your girl, Kat Lee. Um, I'm trying to make sure everything is in order. It looks like it is. I hope you can hear me well. Um, my people's getting the building there. Let me know. Um, but today is one of my becoming one of my favorite days. It gets intense in here sometimes, y'all. Um, cause the subject matter is a very, um, a very, very intense subject matter, um, which is music. You know, sometimes you agree upon music. Sometimes you disagree as long as you're able to come to terms that sometimes you agree to disagree. Um, but the debate the debate part is fun. The conversation part is fun. And then at the end of the show, we have a nice um, trivia situation going on. We call it the final exam, um, where we get some some five clues. Um, five clues are provided to us. And, um, you know, we try to figure out what the answer is. If we get it correctly, well, whoever gets it correctly gets the point. If you do not, um, if neither one of us get it correctly and nobody from the audience gets it correct, um, the point then goes to um, our wonderful Doc Save 912. Um, and that's how we do that. It's fun. It's entertaining. Um, it's, it's funny. Like, today is the tap-in. You know, I I don't even know how else to word it, but today is the tap-in. Um, we have the, mu- we have the mu- music discussion, and then at the end, we do a nice little trivia, and that's fine and all, you know, wonderful and good stuff. Um, my co-host, because I know you see it on the screen if you're watching live, and if you're not watching live, um, then I'm going to tell you anyway. I have a co-host who comes in the building late usually, but we get it. We understand it. That's just part of who he is, but he will be here. His name is King Knox. I did get receive a text message from him stating that he was on his way, so he'll be here shortly. Um, and then we're waiting on my, my wonderful doc to get in the building and let me know he up in here or whatever. But yeah, so it's fun, fun day. But how we go about the discussion of hip hop, I'm going to discuss that in a minute. Let me say a few things. A few things. A few things before I get started. First things first, the phone line is always open and available during the show. The number is 443-850-4828-443-850. Zero four eight two eight. Oh snap! Doc then got up in the building. I see you, baby. Give me one second. Um, also, you can drop a comment or uh, leave a text message. I will read those live on air. And um, I'm skeptical about dropping the link. That's why the only person in the building on the link is Doc today. Cause some of y'all. Some of y'all, honey, some of y'all just don't know how to act, but whatever. That happened. It happens. Um, make sure you like, share, and subscribe to this podcast. Um, you know, every like, every share, and every subscription is greatly appreciated 
over here at Ambitiously Entertainment on Ambitiously the podcast. Um, I'm going to play a quick, quick commercial and then I will be right back so we can get into the nitty gritty of it all. Yes, honey. Yes, yes, yes. Let's do this because they're always, they're always on my mind. I'll be right back. Want last minute brand design help? Get top tier Fiverr freelance creatives at your fingertips fast with secure payments and 24-7 support. Head to Fiverr.com today and get something started. Hi, Doc, honey. What's up, Kat? How you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. You know, as usual. Oh, <laughs> the late, late, great King Knock is late once again. Right. But he did text and say he was on his way. He know I, he knows that I will call him live on air. Though. Matter of fact, let me make sure everything's set up for that just in case I got to do it. But um, I did receive a text message. He is on his way. Okay. Um, hold on one second. I got to make sure. Okay. Bam. Got to make sure we in there real quick. Bam, bam, bam. We in there. Okay. So, um, how's the movement coming, honey? Uh, I'm slowly getting settled in. So, this is my new office space. Um, I don't know what my audio sounds like. It sounds echoey to me, but hopefully, I can um, still provide good commentary in the absence of Knox, as he is usually late. So, I'll try to fill in as best I can for Mr. Late himself. Yeah. You know, he's coming. I'm going to do my part which is, of course, assuming the responsibility of the bag. I've already explained um, a lot of what happens here on the tap-in, including um, the final exam at the end. Okay, the final Um, exam. Yeah, yeah. We are all tied up. I know. I I was just sick about that this morning. Like, wow, everybody's all the way tied up. It's any man or woman game at this point you feel me um but yeah that's crazy so anyway i was about to explain this bag situation to you because you know we've gotten um you know we get new audience members from time to time I, we had a new one today i can't wait to get to that part can't wait to get to the love but um so everybody can understand the bag situation is a bunch of song titles um, artists, albums in this bag, and we mix the bag up, and we see what comes out when we talk about it. Um, that's the first part of this happened. So hold on. Okay, I got one. Hopefully, uh, while y'all are waiting for the name to be drawn out the bag, please make sure you hit that like button on YouTube. It's all free support. Yeah, man. Hit the give, give Kat her flowers. Oh, yeah. I like flowers. You got to give some to Doc and, and Knox, too, sometimes. Because, you know what I mean? Like, they got more. Doc a lot. Because Doc be here. He be holding it down for me. But Knox on the tapping. He come through. And um, to the DJ. Hold up. Rock in the building. Yo, uh, Rock. What's up, Rock, honey poo? What's up? What's up? What's up? Um... 
And yes, it's the tapping. So our first one, I'm very excited about. If Knox was on time, he would probably hate about this situation because he says I always get the good ones, which <laughs> I rather believe I do. Redman. Redman. Uh, one of my favorites growing up. Um, when I got kicked out of my mother's house, um, all I had was my M1 jacket, uh-huh. my Sony Discman, and Redman Muddy Waters. That was okay. the only things of items that belonged to me at the time, and that's all I had. That was rough. Yeah, <laughs> I survived though, so it's okay. But Reggie Noble, good old Reggie Noble. Mm-hmm. What are you? What, 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 what's here to help you get by on your crazy days? Um. What could I say about Redman? Redman for a long time, and I'm glad you mentioned Muddy Waters. That's a classic, 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 classic album. Yes. I believe I still have that as well. Um, But I think uh, his creative ingenuity when it comes to rapping, like you want to get crazy, you know, craziness when it comes to him. It's going to be fun. It's going to be entertainment. He could get gutted if he want to, but for what? I like him as a person, you feel me? Like, I like that he like, you know what? Like, y'all got, y'all doing too much, you feel me? I'm just enjoying myself. And you can show in every performance that he's done, like, if you've seen a, a live Redman performance. Um, yeah, he, he he approaches it like old rock stars would approach doing a performance, doing a concert. I mean, from the antics to, you know, the, the show can be ad-libbed by him and still give a great performance of all his music and everything. So that's right. that's the deal part. Right, right. He's just an all-around entertaining guy, but he can wrap his ass off. Don't ever get it twisted. Oh, yeah, bars on bars, no doubt, no doubt. Bars on bars. Because I don't want it to be overshadowed by his um, outstanding personality. You feel me? Because you're going to get some funny moments with this, this with this guy. He's he had, His comedic timing is, is definitely there. You feel me? And so you'll look at that and like, oh, Red Man. Nah, he can wrap his ass off too. You feel me? So um, um, his videos. Oh, yes. Love his videos. I love the creativity that comes in his videos, the off the wallness that is his videos. Like, for example, the time when the girl was riding up the street and she dropped. <laughs> Nine months she carried a seed. <laughs> then she hit so, the back of the taxi and everybody right. looked like they didn't want to see that. Right. I love the creativity and ingenuity. It's not like other videos that you, you you're going to see. You feel me? It's, oh, it's also, crazy. In the videos, especially how he has a tendency to use BBW women instead of regular video vixens majority of the right, time. Right. Right. I love that part too. Cause you know they make them feel special, like this little skinny red dude. 
you know, the big girls too. Ew, you feel me? Type of situation. So I do like that too. I like that. It, 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 again, if you get, and then I like the collab with him and Method Man. I like that combination. You feel me? It works very well together. But, um, yeah, I, Red Man, that's my guy. That's my dude right there. I uh, really rock Red Man. So your favorite Red Man album is Muddy Waters? I believe so. And where does, like, Time for Some Action and all that fall? I, I don't know if I... See, I hate giving out favorites. You feel me? Because I'm just like, your favorite? Because I fuck with all of... That's the crazy part. I fuck with all levels of Red Man, though. You feel me? The the early tidbits, but I mean the latter years as well. So I don't know if I got a favorite, but Muddy Waters was definitely a classic album. You okay. feel me? Oh, I, I say that. We didn't mention also his numerous amounts of skit he has throughout his albums. And I think we 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 talked a little bit on the skit play. Yeah. Um. Yeah. He funny, funny, funny. Uh, I've had some enjoyed a lot of laughter through some of his skits. Yeah, hilarious, hilarious. He is crazy, <laughs> but I love it. He is crazy. Chicken head convention. Oh yeah, man. Oh, man. Rebox, the girls that oh. only want the silver jewelry. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he gave you some sky. We'll say on the skit play, he was he ain't he came prepared. That imagination was definitely there. Exactly, I agree. So yeah, Redman falls in uh, one of my upper category of rappers, entertainers, and I'm just to me that album just well, particularly Muddy Waters just has a a mark on my life or something that happened to me. So right. That's where I hold right. Yeah, Reggie Noble, he is the man. He is the man. He is the red man. Yes. Not red. a Brazilian man, but the red man. And we can't leave this out before I move on. We cannot skip past that MTV Cribs episode in his own freaking house. <laughs> You know, usually they go get a house and be like, we're going to act like this is yours. And then they come in all like, oh, this is my kitchen. And this is this dude was like, all right, y'all come and y'all got to come to my real house. Yeah. From the doorbell being messed up to the shoebox of money on top to the unopened plaques to the clothes from tour that are in the boxes and bags. Yeah. Cousin sleeping on the floor with a blanket. You feel me? That has to be the most classic episode of Cribs ever in life. He gave it to me just how I expected it from him. And that's real. Oh, that's one wrapped up real tight. What is this one? Let's see. Uh-oh. Oh, Lord. Lil Boosie. Boosie. Boosie Boo. Boosie Badass. <laughs> so, you want to start? I don't know. Actually, I want you to start. Where, what for Bootsy? What is it? What is he to you? How do you profile him as a rapper? And let alone he's from Louisiana. He's not the Wayne, but yeah, he's from Baton Rouge. That's a whole different place. Whether people want to realize it or not, you feel me? It's different from New Orleans. You feel me? Um, it's a whole nother 
segment of Louisiana, but um, I don't know. Boosie had some bangers that I like. You feel me? Like as he came, you know, through the years or whatever. I could do without some of his antics, which kind of be like, I'm t- I, I get tired, and that's because of the other things that I do, but. Um, I'm not like I like Boosie at first, so I'm not really opposed to you know what I mean, Boosie. He cool. So I would say in uh in other people I have hip hop conversations with when we get to like Boosie, I try to tell them, and it's something that I think only people that's from particularly Louisiana to South understand. Boosie is like the Tupac of the South, believe it or not. And that's my yeah. position on it. He, okay. Outside of probably the music that majority of the people hear outside of that, if anybody ever took the time to actually listen to his album, he speaks on a lot of injustice stuff and how America is corrupt, the system is messed up. So he does take that stance. But then again, just like Tupac, he has all these other things that surround him that's like, is, is this dude really talking about the government or he really tried to get two red bones in the backseat? It makes him kind of impossible sometimes. Like, not all the time. You feel me? Just sometimes. It's, I, I wouldn't say I got a hate love relationship. I got a I, I got a strong like for Boosie. You feel me? He just get on my nerves sometimes. You feel me? His name is Boosie Badass for a reason, I guess. Right. He like that little. I mean, he ain't grown as man, but he's like that little annoying ass kid that just oh my gosh, will you stop already? Type of situation. I think that's what it is. Man. <laughs> so, as a rapper, strictly, is does he hit the bar for you as just a rapper? I don't know what's the bar. I, whatever your bar is, that's what I'm trying. To like, does he fall in the echelon? Is he of- in in a, a a favorite setting? No. Um, can I listen to some of the things that he produces? Yes. Is he somebody I would like? I'm going. I, I gotta be in the mood. You feel me? <laughs> I gotta be in the mood for Boosie. Like, but is am I like if we rob? Huh? Is it strictly a club setting? Well, I don't go to clubs, so that wouldn't be my setting. The only time you're gonna see me in a club is if I got an artist performing it. You feel me? Like I'm not a club kind of person, so I wouldn't say that. But you know. Every now and again, you know, somebody might have a get together and they blast the music and he part of the vibe. You feel me? Type of situation. Not necessarily like where I'm sitting. In my, I really actually, to be honest with you, when I'm sitting in my workspace, which would be here, my studio or whatever, but I also work in here outside of being on this camera. You feel me? Because I have other things going on. Um, I'm probably not going to listen to anything that's going to be, you know, not in my element. Like, it's a chill vibe. And I do that a lot more than I do anything else. And if I'm going out, I may be a nice restaurant or a nice lounge or something, but I'm not really into the club scene. So, I don't know. It's like, you know, he come on at a cookout, though. I'm not opposed to Boosie. And I might know a little bit, too. Did you see uh, Boosie's movie about his uh, life? I think I have, but I can't. It's vaguely. You feel me? 
it's a wild one if you haven't seen it <laughs> or if you have seen it go back and watch it again it's a wild one i think i need to go back and watch it did it was i hate to say this was it like along the line was it better than masterpiece it's along the same lines of that because he shot it himself uh it's his autobiography basically um the stories it, if the stories are true it's some wild shit okay <laughs> if it was artistically expressed for the movie then that's a whole nother thing but you, <laughs> right. it, it's it's worth a hood watch i put it that way it's worth a ghetto hood watch okay all right all right, all right. i might have to go check it out oh by the way to remind everybody um as i go like um king Knox in the building i will be playing a video I just wanted to make everybody privy privy to that because it takes a second to get him in here. Um, next one. Running. Oh my gosh. The song Far Side. The song Running Far Side. Okay. Um, I'm not gonna lie, it's one of my favorite songs. Actually, it's one of my favorite songs, and I got my sister hooked to it, so now it's one of her favorite songs. What do I remember about running in the far side? Um, I guess the melodic vibe, the 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 instrumentals that was played. The, I don't right. really recall the verses being too heavy for me, like a verse or something that they said in the song that really stood out. But I just remember the the sax and that really right. jazzy feel. That do 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 So that's what I remember about the running. I don't think that song really hit any significant spot with me but it, right. it's a great song don't get me wrong but I'm yeah. trying to think, like, is it, did any verse stand out all right um i don't think for the time that you know the song came out that's what they was you know what i mean i think they was trying to get on that like um i want to say hood political yeah like um, you know what I mean, type of tip. I, you know, and you got to look at the time at which they made that song. You feel me? What was going on? What was the vibe then? And also, I think with them, the far side particularly, because they're from the Bay, that whole culture of blackness to to them is kind of different than mm -hmm. I would even think to you and to me. But it's it's like. I do remember that I was heavily into that era of music or that that sound of music for a bit. It was like far side, casual, uh, hieroglyphics and all of them. And I don't remember me really remembering the far side being up at the top. I think I was more into the hieroglyphics than I was far side, but in casual, right, right, right. somewhere in there. But I do remember right. the song running. But yeah, that because it was almost like a hippie vibe, but it wasn't. Right, 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 right. I like to call a hood hippie. Hood okay, hood hippies, the hood hippies in the building. I'm quite the hood hippie, so I can dig it. You feel me? <laughs> so the hood hippie vibe is what exactly? So we can make sure we're on the same page. What's a hood hippie? Um, I'll give you like I hate to give like a stereotype, but you know, they chill, they they real chilled and laid back. Most of them are pie head. Um. <laughs> It can get rowdy, but 
they don't really want it to be in that space. They just chill. You know what I mean? Might got some political stuff to say or feel some kind of way. Like, you know, they stand doing what they stand on, but they a vibe, the hood hippie. Okay. You feel me? Cadley is a hood hippie then. I'm a hood hippie. <laughs> I'm a hood hippie. All right, let's up. <laughs> I'm a hood hippie. All right, he know he got but so much time before I start making phone calls and putting him on the air. Uh-oh. Because <laughs> that's my new Queen, thing. Queen Knox needs to rock a big clock like Flavor Flav. <laughs> I think that wouldn't help him be on time a little bit more, maybe. Mm-mm. Really? You think so? I don't think so. Something gotta think, do something. Gotta do something. I think that he's just always gonna be on his own march to his own beat. And it just gotta... <laughs> and I, it kind of does complicate things when you go to the gym before you gotta do things. You know what I mean? Like It's like, ah... Uh, you might oh. run over just a little bit. You feel me? I know because although I do my little workout sessions earlier in the day, you feel me? Sometimes I get sidetracked and it's other things that I'm supposed to be doing, but I just got in that vibe and it, it was feeling good. And so now I'm running a little bit late. So I get it. Oh, but he can't be a hater. You feel me? When the ones I keep popping out be dope. And he get, man. <laughs> you feel me? He can't be a hater because this next one, this is a good one for me. I love this one. The Fugees. The Fugees. Yes. What's your Fuji take? Oh my gosh. I've always loved the combination. And this is crazy because I could also say they probably part of that hood hippie vibe as well. Yeah. A little bit. I'm I would say earthy more than hood hippie, but I'm, I'm listening. I, I don't know. I think that everybody can get with um, you feel me? Their vibe, and that that's why I say it, it, it could fall under the hood hippie category because, like I said, a hood hippie get into the politics and it could get rowdy if you wanted to. They don't want it to, but it can. You feel me? Um. But you feel at the same time, it's a vibe, it's a chill. So I could say, like, all fit in that hood, hood hippie type of situation. You feel me? It's love, but it can get ugly. Um, but anyway, Fuji's. I've always loved Lauren Hill. I've always thought she was a wonderful, wonderful, um, talented young lady. Even that time she get, she got the first time when she got booed off the Apollo, I just, I thought yeah. something. In you feel me? I did. Um, I think that what Wyclef was, you know, plotting in his head was super genius. And we ain't know things was gonna go the way they were. It wasn't genius when he started bumping uglies with certain elements of the group, <laughs> but that wasn't genius. But the the enterprise the the you know what I mean how he was putting the pieces of the puzzle together I like those kind of people I like those kind of people a lot and he got a little quirkiness and, and craziness about him that I, I also like as well because it's him it's not nobody else nobody's like oh 
um, why Wyclef is trying to be like somebody else. Um, Wyclef is himself. Um, but dope. I think he's talented in the thing. You know, a dope musician. Real talk. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you think about other things that he's gone on to be a part of, like Destiny's Child, you know, that whole put-together situation. You know what I mean? He kind of helped them in a way. Um, I like Wyclef. He just like any other man or woman, because I'm not. It's not a gender thing. He got his ways about him, but you know, dope musician. And then poor little prize. Poor little prize. <laughs> <laughs> it's more than poor little prize to be for real. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, that's why I kind of saved him for last. Poor little pros. I think that, you know, he he did his thing for the time that he could do his thing. I think the whole situation and what he really got going on in real life, and I reported the story before about the whole um, financial criminal charges he's up against right now. Um I've talked about that before. I'm not really going to go into depth about it today, but I'll say that, um, you know, he, he, he wrote it out until it was no, and it's crazy. Cause he was on, God, I don't see this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would say that, um, for the Fugees, I think Wyclef is an underrated producer. Wyclef is extremely, extremely talented and extremely creative. But for whatever reason, I don't think his, I think his longevity, which he kind of lost, didn't keep his shine up. Like, I believe he probably could still come back and find some artists and do something creative for them, especially with the, that, that news, the new sound, the Afrobeat sound. I think right. even with his island sound, Caribbean sound, he right. can still take that and make it like a, a a crazy record with some artist or something like that. Um, but I don't know why it's like he just fell off, and then it was the whole Haiti earthquake thing, him running for president. Um, right. So, but I think he, to me, everything the whole the score the album itself was super crazy and you know he you know had his fingers and all of that but it's like what happened that all of a sudden it was like they did the score he fell I, off well he did his stuff and then it was like I think again when you start meddling with um other members of the group and you're a married man that brings chaos in the first place and I know everybody, well, what that got to do with hip Well, here's what happens. You're in a group with a lovely young lady who's gorgeous. And we know he wasn't dabbling with prize. <laughs> so that's that. And things got complicated because he got her on the side and he got his wife on the other side. And, you know, he wanted what he wanted and things didn't work itself out. And then she, being the voice, the beautiful, um, amazing, sultry voice of the group decided to do her own thing. You feel me? It It's not, you know, complicated. It happens a lot when it comes to the music industry. You feel me? And, and um, that's and how that fell apart. And then he started dabbling with other artists and doing other things. I don't think he ever going to be like 
you know, the wide cleft of yesteryear. That's really, at this point, impossible on a lot of standpoints. That, that stands for a lot of artists, you feel me? But after the score, and as far as they were concerned, you know, things got sticky. <laughs> yes. Things um, got sticky. As much as Lauren Hill has a wonderful, sultry voice and singing, she also was a very formidable MC. I think people skip over she that. Was. Her match with Rod Bigger right there, the Outlaws, all that stuff. Yeah. That is bar for bar, hardcore. Yeah, for sure. Bar. For sure. And that's, that's whether it's rapping or singing, that's what the voice is, you feel me? So, yeah, for sure. I mean, how many artists you gonna go get to put together? And it's not a lot of them. It's a few, but not a lot that's gonna put together albums like an album. But it's a combination of both bars and singing. You feel me? Not singing, singing. Singing. <laughs> She was singing on that album. Now, then you have, she got her own issues. Cause I ain't going to do Wyclef just like that either. Like, yeah, he, he dabbled in some shit. He shouldn't have been dabbling in, but let's get back to Lauren. You feel me? I mean, oh, mental illness aside, cause that's really, really serious, but she had a little moments too. And I love her to death, but I'm going to call a spade a spade. She had a little. Huh? Which Marley was she connected to? Um, dang, I forgot his. The, but one of the non-singing Marleys. Okay. He don't sing. I'm Rohan. Okay. Rohan. I always felt like it was something about this dude. I can. Remember, I just knew he was a Marley. They just put her completely off her center, oh, and that's God. what I kind of felt it was. But I don't know. I don't know either, but I know this. Um, I will it, that, and as much as I love Bob, he sent right here. Hi, Bob. Um, <laughs> what up, Bob? Bob is right here. He always not fall behind. You know, this is fifty thoughts. Um, well, fifty six thoughts from um fifty six Hope Rule. Um, the sayings and psalms of Bob Marley. He always right here, my lord. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's my dude. That's my guy. I done had that for a long time. Wherever I moved, that that came with me. Um, pre before I was a mom and all of that, but um, <laughs> got it on a date a long, long time ago. Um, but I wanted it because it made sense at the time. Um, but I don't know. As much as I love Bob, I kind of see how the hooking up with a Marley could. You feel me? Fuck up a girl head, you feel me? Because Bob Marley was a motherfucker. He how many baby mamas he got? All them damn children. Only had one legitimate wife and never divorced her and still had a whole bunch of holes around here with a whole bunch of kids. And that's how you got all them Marley kids. So I'm quite sure Rohan is a handful too. Okay. You feel me? So, but she... I was gonna say since we did uh Wyclef, we did uh Lauren, it left one is Pros. So Pros. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I don't think that Poor Little Prize was ever going to be as big as Wyclef or Lauren. You feel me? Can he spit? Yeah, he can. You feel me? He I got question cap- that. I question he that. got capabilities because them boys weren't coming from, you know what I mean? Like, he did his part for what he was supposed to do for the Fugees. Now, do I think that he was going to be like some great um, solo artist? Never. Never in a million years did I ever think that. I don't. I don't think yeah, that. Song where they remixed the remix the MR2 M2 song, Electric Boogie, whatever. I forgot the name of the song, but like that was the one. And then he had a song on the soundtrack too, some soundtrack. Right, right. I mean, he made his little features here and there, and did his little thing here and there. But did I think he was going to come out with a a platinum selling record? I mean, album? Absolutely fucking not. Did I think he was going double platinum and anything? Double negative. Um. So poor little pros. I think that name suits him well. Poor little pros. And look, <laughs> ancillary little uh, consolation conversation, real quick. Why is it, it seems like the Fugees either was themselves or even the one guy who I did like, he had that one song, but he got locked up for transporting um, cocaine. What you call, oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Dang, I can't never think of his name and watch. We're going to stop talking about this and I'm going to remember his name. Yes. But uh, what John is it about Walker. them and this weird thing of interesting <laughs> criminal activity? <laughs> I don't know. His name was John Forte, and I do John not. John Forte, there you go. And this I do cool. not know <laughs> what it came to me. Um, yeah, John Forte, and I do not know why they. Well, and no, even Lauren with the Donny one, I don't think got some criminal time was Wyclef. Yeah, but it was the whole the fraud thing with the text Haiti help or whatever thing, too. Oh, wait, wait, wait. But no, but Lauren got in trouble with the IRS, and you know how they snatch niggas up and try to put them in jail. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know. Is the Fuji's a criminal enterprise? <laughs> look, that's what they're looking to. <laughs> I got questions now. All the, right, the, the music was just laundering money or something. I don't know. You feel me? Because now that I think about it, it was Forte first and then Lauren got hers mm-hmm. and hers and then um, Wyclef got his little meat and potatoes and then Poor Poor little Poor little <laughs> I don't know. Poor little has been going through it for years now. I done reported maybe, on him several times. The Fugees doesn't necessarily stand for refugees. It stands for fugitive. Maybe, maybe. Because what? Yeah, I never looked at that, Doc. I never looked at that. The, but why is it that, yeah, everybody that was associated with that situation has done something criminally wrong? You feel me? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. I, I just thought, because I'm like, it was another dude that was connected to them, and I liked his song. But I can't remember his name for the life of me. But John Forte, that was his name. John Forte. Because, you know, I, I, I talk about him every now and again, like if I'm having like a music discussion outside of this podcast. And it'll all that always happens to me. Like I always forget his name. And I'm like, but it's right on the tip of my. But this time I caught it faster. John Forte. So mm, I don't know. Maybe they are a criminal enterprise that we don't know about on the law. 
but it seems to me the the one that has the biggest criminal um situation going on is that dad going to pull little prize cuz he <laughs> cuz he is going to prison and he was playing with uh campaign funding and foreign entities he is going to prison he's going to jail yeah that sucks but yeah yeah boiler cross <laughs> all right we about to um see what mr knox is right now um i haven't gotten a text from him yet but hold on i gotta get my long situation together before i start calling Mr. Knox and see where he's at. But yeah, John Forte, that's his name. And I always, I always forget his name and then walk away and be like, dang, that's his name. And it's unfortunate because he was nice. Yeah. Actually, hold on, I'm calling Knox's name. He was nice. He was real nice. Yeah, that song. I just remember that. Matter of fact, I'm gonna go. I'm probably gonna listen to that song after we get off here because I, I want to hear that song again. Because I remember it, to me, it was a very really textured hip hop song, and he had a nice flow and a little bit of a, a Caribbean sounding accent. A little bit, I think I remember, but I'm not 100 sure. Knox. Can he hear me? Like I took him off the thing. Hello, Ali Ali Austin Free. Mic check one two one two. He should be on here. I don't know why we can't hear him. All right, I'm hanging up. Bye. He answered though. Yeah, I heard uh, first time I couldn't make it out what he said. Oh, you know what? I figured it out. He was there though. He know what I was getting ready to say. I quit right now. Um, but yeah, uh, he. Ah, uh, what was the name of the song? Did you figure out the name of the song? Oh, I can look it up real quick. Um. But he was he was actually he could have did something. He was gonna do a little bit more, I think, than little prod um poor little prod was. For real. If, <laughs> if you want to be honest, if you want the meat of potatoes of it all, <laughs> poor little prod was not there to be not even a ghetto superstar. And he was a part of that project. He was not meant that's not what he was meant there. He was like he was like there to be like um poli sci poli sci 1998 poli sci yeah okay yeah oh, all right interesting enough he released music in 2021 what okay hold that one for me because now we got to get into that wait i gotta go let knox in but okay. hold that one do not forget that doc i promise don't forget that because i want to come back to that real quick you said 2021 yes. so he out of prison all right hold yeah, on no i remember when he got out of prison that was a while ago but he he's actually been putting out projects with, with the recent years but go take care of the king knox lateness thing i know hold on let me i gotta get a song all right i'm gonna let this song get me this is when I went around when I first met King Knox, this joint is called Five Fingers of Death. I'm gonna play this, I'm gonna be right back. Dang, it's only two minutes long. Damn, I try to get a couple minutes in, I might just let it repeat. Just or add another short one, yeah. I gotta be here to do that. I got it. I'm just gonna loop it. I got you. I got you. I got you. All right, so 
we going to do this. I'll be right back. And we'll talk about this when I get back to you. I'll be right back. Yo, Pagliani, nobody know what it is, yo. I gave these niggas a pack for the corona. Bought the tunes while you drinking, you yeah, smoke for the stoners. King Joppy tape by drop, that was a bonus. Straight dope for these niggas, I had to turn up. Back to back, classic nigga, ain't no hold up. Still king, damn, I'm shining. You know what? Let me grind a stone that I got straight to a diamond. Take the play up for a minute, change up the climate. Speed the process up, I'm dropping another one. Five fingers to death, ooh, I'm killing another one. Feel blessed if to continue. I'm pushing for the number one spot, so what's on the menu? Got skills. Still paying the bills Just dress me as the king King Knox is the gangster grill Slow motion just keep me the trill Smoke a lot of weed and write Uh, I got the power to build Been getting it in Been sharpening the steel Uh, it's the five fingers of death, you in your ear, my shit is HD, nigga, I'm making it clear. It's the five fingers of death, you in your ear, my shit is HD, nigga, I'm making it clear, yeah. <laughs> King Knox, Balianis, King Knox, alright. Five fingers of death, kid. Yeah. Yeah. Let me take you to the West next side. We still in this bitch. Yeah, you Let's know what go. West side. Yeah. Five fingers of death. You hear in your ear. My shit is HD, nigga. I'm making it clear. By drop, that was a bonus. Straight dope for these niggas, I had to turn up. Back to back, classic nigga, ain't no hold up. Still king, damn, I'm shining. You know what? Let me grind a stone that I got straight to a diamond. Take the play up for a minute, change up the climate. Speed the process up, I'm dropping another one. Five fingers to death, ooh, I'm killing another one. Feel black. All right, we back up in here. I had to go get the gentleman. By the yeah. name of King Knox. What up, King Knox? What up, bro? My guy, what's up, my guy? Yeah. Oh, hell. Sorry for the uh, lateness. King Knox. <laughs> the but y'all don't be by now. Wait a minute, the King's Chariot must have slow horses. <laughs> Got one of them Chevys up for about 30 minutes. <laughs> put them on the road. <laughs> All right. So we got finally got King Knox in the building. Um, back to John Forte. So he's not in prison no more, and he's making music. Oh, yes. John Forte is out of prison. He's been out of prison for a while, and he is making music. Um, his latest release was Vessels, Angels, and Ancestors, which was released in 2021. Okay. Okay. Mm. Wow. 
that phrase. I, I do remember that he had like a product around him time that that was like the last thing I really heard when he he started doing his solo thing. Right, right. So I, I think I remember that. Okay. okay. I don't know if it did real good on the streams or because okay. ain't nobody read the song. Oh, no, 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 I don't like that. Oh, you can't hear me? I can hear you, but... Ah, you got your own mic. <laughs> this is why we got two mics. And not one. Um, but yeah. No, so we was just talking about how we think that the Fuji... Well, now we think. We ain't think that at first, but we... Now we think that they are criminal enterprise. Ah. <laughs> Look. Aren't uh, we all? Like, no, but uh, <laughs> no. But everybody in the Fuji's went down for something in some form or fashion. They remind me like of a, like a Black Panther group, like you know what I'm saying. They was like all them um, to me stood for something like you know what I mean for the culture more than just you know hip hop or whatever. It was like freedom to me, like you know. What I mean? That's how I feel about the Fuji's. And I, I really liked it then when they first came out all together as a group. And then uh, I didn't really know that they were really tapped in like with like musically, like with instruments and stuff like that. And, and really super spiritual until like after the, you know, after the fact for me. But I knew it was something about them when I first like that, I heard the Fuji's. Yeah, uh, we already went through, but basically, right. you know, there's Lauren, she's lovely, she's got a salty voice, and that's including ramen. Um, yeah, she, she dope, but don't get it twisted, she got that shit with her too. And that damn Rohan, we had this discussion already, that damn Rohan took it to the next level with her. Um, oh, you, so you think like uh, her? Her dealing with like her love life and all that. Playing a part, yeah. Like, because uh, that's part of why the Fuji's is not together now, like how they should be. Because to certain people, Lauren, why clap, and it's noted and no, known, decided they wanted to fraternize. Yeah, but. And one of them people was married already. And that complicates things. Females are very sensitive creatures. You feel me? And sometimes they don't really know how to handle their shit, especially when they the other woman, because the wife's still there. So, you know what I mean? Like, that played a part in them not being a group no more. And then poor little Pros, that's his name from now on, Doc. Poor little Pros. Poor little little Pros, that's his name. Because I've been calling him since we... (laughs) He was just still trying to survive all here in these But streets. nobody ever thought Proz was going to be, even though he was part of the song, ghetto a ghetto superstar. Nobody thought he was going to sell platinum records by himself. Nobody thought he was going to, and that's where John Forte came in the quad. Because I would say if anybody was going to yeah. do numbers, it would have been John Forte over Proz. Yeah. But he went to prison. Hold on. I thought Cross is the same person who you talking about. No, John Forte is a whole nother nigga. He yeah. used to be associated with the Fujis and shit. Cross is the one that's going to prison now. Right. 
And and Pra's about to do some football back numbers. He's about to go to to prison now. John Forte, Ben went to prison. Like when the Fugees is really like. I gotta uh, look that back up. So he was like a a member of the Fugees too, and he was like, he was rapping or. Yeah. I thought that was. So to speak. No, I mean, no, always. Well, it's three members. And Lauren oh, Hill. Yeah. But it was a whole nother nigga named John Forte. That's what I'm telling you. Yeah. He went to prison. So basically, uh, John Forte went to prison in 2008 and had to do a mandatory minimum of 14 years after being found guilty um, of distribution of cocaine and conspiracy, conspiracy to distribute. Oh, so he was like, but he was first... just like associated with them real heavy. You feel yeah. me? So he wasn't a Fuji member. Nah, that's like he was closer than just an affiliate, but not an official. Right, he wasn't. He was yeah. his own artist, but he was just like like Wu Tang and Method Man and all them. Like he got his own thing, but no, no, no. He um that was set up for that to happen like that. More like if we gonna use Wu Tang as a reference, more like the um the um like the Wu Gambinos or oh, like the um affiliates. So. Yeah, like affiliates. Oh I got the, I'm like, hold on, I know all the members, but he must have I don't I'm thinking you was talking about prize. No, prize is going to jail now. John Forte <laughs> was basically the nature of the firm. All right. Oh, uh, Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I got that one. <laughs> I get it now. But prize is going to jail now. But since you're here, before I start twisting up, hold on. It's your turn, Jack. Are we going to give him a quick rundown of the previous ones we covered real quick? Yeah, well, yeah, we can let him go through them real quick because he just coming in. I did tell him who we talked about, but I didn't, you know, go into the, to the, Notes. I guess I'll do them in order. For the first one I got, I said you was going to be a hater, right? Cause, yeah, because you always tell me, you always get the good ones. That, that's because uh, I'm always on time. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, God. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I should be on time. <laughs> always there. Not always there when you want to know. See, that's bad. I'm not, no. <laughs> He, he um, might not always be there when you want be, him. No. But I'm always on time. Always on time, but I'm always right on time. Oh, okay. <laughs> like yeah. nice switch up. <laughs> nice switch up. Mm. All right. So the first one we got was um Red Man. Mm-hmm. Um that's the first name I pulled off the bag. Yeah, that's why I said you be hating. The great. <laughs> Muddy Waters, Red Man. Yeah, all that. I got a soda. Huh? Even current still now. Right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So, we've already okay. gotten our take. What you want to say? You are right now. <laughs> I think he's one of the greats. You can't say Method Man without Red Man, Red Man without Method Man. And you are, you know, the elite rappers. True. Elite. Yeah, so that's that. Okay. Shout out to Reggie No, man. Superman Lovers was like my shit. Superman Lovers, I be man, I still listen to them to this shit. All right, the next one was um 
running by the far side. You don't remember oh, that? that was, yeah, I do remember that. that. Was that was video. Yeah. <laughs> no, was that? Well, that was kind of like their style on their videos, right? Yeah, well, that particular one, yeah. So who did drop? You remember the song drop? That was the first time also. Yeah, so they had the theme, uh, back like it. backwards type of video. Yeah. So like, yeah, um, yeah, I, I liked the far side. It was like a fresh sound when they came out. Mm-hmm. Like, um, and saying something at the same time, you know what I mean? So yeah, they was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah far side. They was, they was so. Right. And that was a part of that era when, like, a lot of people was like, you know, it was like that 90s. One the 90s. Yeah. yeah. So Kat coined the term for that style of music in her own verbiage. She called it hood hippie. I was going to say, let me say it. Talk about well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hippies. Hood hippies. I like that. Ah, keeping it hippie. They was like some, they was like some hip hop hippies. Yeah, so I get it. That's good. That's a good comparison. Okay. I know because I'm a hood hippie. I know. You got a button for some claps. That'll be nice. As, 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 as she hits, as she hits her Mac Dre pose. Uh, would you say that? I said as she hits her Mac Dre pose. Oh yeah. Hood hippie. Mac Dre. Um. So anyway, hood <laughs> hippies. I love them. Um, and then before the Fuji's was Lil Boosie. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Another, uh, you know, hood legend. <laughs> Trap rap, Louisiana rap. <laughs> legend. Excuse me. So, uh, yeah. is, is there a place you would prefer to listen to Boosie? Right, he's I can't listen to. I, I listen. I, I love Lil Boosie, but when it's time for Lil, I can't listen to him all day though. Like, I can only listen to him for like maybe a good twenty minutes. If then that's, but it, I like it. I like him as an artist. But I think he make good music. It's just the. It's just the. You know what I mean? The, it's like listening to. I don't know, you know what I mean? It's just a vibration that connect to me at that certain time. Gotcha. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, so that's how I got it. I was basically, basically the same thing I said without repeating but, everything I said. Also, <laughs> at a cookout, so yeah, I'm going to get down with the boost. Yeah, you know, that, you, know? <laughs> you expect that for like parties and stuff to get it. You know what I mean? And hype, you know what I mean? So it's... It's great for that. I'm not going to listen to Boosie when I'm trying to, like, heal the world. (laughs) (laughs) If I'm in that mood, I might listen to some Boosie if I'm working out or something. You know, man, that go with that. But, like, you know, I got certain moments when uh, I can can receive the Boosie music like that. But, you know, you got to put them up there, like, with the trap rap and and uh southern style kings you know what i mean of his error you know even still now but he he had a lot in the social media now too like i think it's funny y'all said boosie because 
they got some stuff on social media on by him as a daughter they go do some stuff so like i, I said he like that little badass annoying kid that they just like you fuck with him but like come on now you're getting on the fucking nerves now with all your bullshit and your <laughs> antics outside of the music you feel me like yeah. but he i don't i don't like i said give me at a good ass cookout they gonna flip the meat on the grill he, he enjoyed social media too like he found that like oh and, and then like, and it was another way to keep his it self cool. relevant i think it's, a, it, it's really probably for him some type of uh mental release mm. You know what I mean? But he Let me go over there and fuck with these niggas real quick on a social media tip. Once you get to that status, <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm they bored already, everywhere. You know what I'm saying? That's a whole number thing. Find something to do real Shout quick. Shout out to Lil Boosie. Fuck with these niggas on the and internet real camp. quick. <laughs> yeah, Boosie. He just, That's my guy. I like his music. Just man. that little badass annoying kid around the way. Everybody got one. That just get on your nerves. Like, all right, y'all. But you, you got mad love for him. You like, feel an NBA, like an NBA young boy type of. You know, I don't man. even know if I could be around that nigga without being like feeling like I want to do something. Huh? But that's a whole nother story. Oh, yeah. you don't like young boy? No, I don't like him. <clears throat> I mean, I like his music. You know, uh-huh. I think like of his what he did, man. But it got nothing to do with that. I don't like it. He, he like one of the leaders of the new school for the the young guys and um. If you just take this to music and separate, like, you know what I mean, all the rest of the stuff, like, the dude is like... Yeah. It don't have nothing to do with the rest of the stuff. It is the music. That's how I, I ain't judging them all the person, person, because I don't know these people. I ain't judging them all either. Like, uh, I'm uh, oh, oh that's Knox. Knox, did you see Boosie's movie? Oh, yeah, that was a other part. The Boosie of movies? Yeah. I have yeah. seen some. The, uh... The first movie uh, with him and like uh, Webby was in it. I seen that movie. Okay, the, his autobiography called Maestro. You see that one yet? I don't know if I seen that one. It was a movie though that I seen. Okay, <laughs> it's it's a good hood watch uh, in the in the realm of about it or uh, I got the hookup. So if you haven't seen it, a good hood classic watch. It's it's if the stories are true, it's some wild stuff that occurred in his life. However, oh. I don't know if he took some artistic liberties with the movies, though. Yeah, okay. I mean, they always, you gotta make it interesting. Was this the, um, one of the earlier days, or this is like something current that came out? Uh, it came out, I want to say, probably about two or three years ago. Oh, yeah, okay. So this is fairly new, then. Yeah. I need to check that out. I need to check that out. I mean, you know, but they always gotta pluck it up a little bit. You can't just go in there and have it just... Uh, niggas gotta have shootout. <laughs> well, according to him, everything in the movie is the truth. Everything in the movie is based on facts. <laughs> Why they got shootout? Why would that? That's what make a hood movie is a shootout. Man, in somewhere. Let you guys Somebody go. shooting something somewhere. And and when they play it on BET, the, the new cuss word is Mickey Tiki. You feel me? Wait, what? <laughs> The new it, it might be Mickey Ficky. <laughs> like on BT. It like, might be Mickey Ficky. I think you know that Mickey probably Mickey is what it is. But it's, it's definitely going. They're going to change the customers so, and somebody having a shootout, and they're going to cut the commercial at them times when somebody got a shootout. Some some of them stations like kind of go more vulgar than ever. Like you, 
I seen like where it came from because they used to ain't really say nothing. Now they right. they almost say everything. everything. Right. So oh, mother lover. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They just took the weirdest combinations of like, play together. Get your mother loving, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like it's, it's something like, like that. It's something along the lines, but Boosie got a movie reflecting on his life, and it's Boosie for goodness sakes. He gonna have some shootouts, I mean. Yeah, you know it, he it, is. They, the shootouts are there. <laughs> you the, know he is. Is is a is a is an old fashioned sh- sh- shakedown. <laughs> Oh, that's a shakedown. Yeah, this is going down now. Black exploitation at its best. You feel me? You just gotta know the duck coming with Boosie, and you can't really be offended by it. You just gotta know that some shootouts is gonna happen. Somebody, somebody is the baby mother. She got fat ass, but she annoying and shit. Yeah. You feel it? That's how I feel. I think people like pretty much know like that. What you gonna get when you going right? In the trail film, ain't nothing uh, you, you know gonna see it. Uh, you gonna get it. IMAX theaters. <laughs> You're gonna get the trail. It's gonna be that trail real. All right. So what you got? What you got? What you got? Oh, uh, the artist that I have, <clears throat> I chose is Chris Brown. You know what I mean? Oh wow. Chris Brown. How y'all think about virtual R and B? Thanks y'all. Like I told y'all, they was in there. You just everything. See breezy, like you know what I mean. I got to, I got to this. You know, how can you not like Chris? Like you know, super talented, singing song, why make great songs, dancer, incredible writer, like you know what I mean, like and like you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's sad. Like you know I, what? I, like I said, I don't. You know, you hear a lot of stuff from social media about his life, but. I'm really from that. Like, I just don't like, give it social media. You just hear a lot about in the news his life in general, Purdy. It wasn't just social media. I mean, just understand, <laughs> like everybody talking when you when social media wise, when you say the name Chris Brown, that's a part of that. Like, I mean, you know I mean? bad boy artist. Like, you know what I mean? You know, it's messed up. I think that this is and specifically the Chris Brown and maybe a little bit the Bobby Brown because them brown boys, I'm trying yeah, to Yeah, yeah. That's the brown boys. They, they like, yeah, they turn like Chris them Brown, brown boys. Like Bobby Brown. Yeah, them brown boys, like, they get the raw end of the strip. You feel me? Y'all got to wake up. Now. Like, y'all see it. And let me say this, for example, I'm going to give you an example. That's why I said them brown boys, right? So, for a long time, they had us all believing that Bobby Brown was the reason that Whitney started doing drugs. When it turns out she was doing them before he started doing them. It's a fact. It's been documented. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So, you know, it gets a little tricky with Chris Brown because he is an amazing talent. Like, he do everything. Not only just musically, he's an artist. You feel me? He, 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 he you know what I mean? He has artwork that's available that for too, sale yeah, you feel any, me any um like so many times. he got has he's multi-talented but because of the bullshit 
that happened between, which is some typical, I'm going to be honest with you, and I know that people going to feel some kind of way about, but I've been burned at the stake before and I wasn't even getting this deep. Is it the ratchetness? People in the hood, people not in the hood, go through a situation where they get into a situation, they with the person, they fuck with the person, they get into some kind of crazy little test or whatever. That one went a little bit too far, but I'm just saying, <laughs> a bitch got a hand on your dick and you driving, you feel me? <laughs> How do you respond? I'm just saying. Um, I think that that little bullshit right there that he... Wait a minute, what happened? Him or Rihanna? Do you know the story? I, I don't know that. I she know grabbed that him by his dick while he was driving the fucking car. Him. He wasn't supposed to do a lot of shit. She wasn't supposed to be do a lot of shit. And this is why she said, and even if I did, he wasn't supposed to put his hands on me. I love Riri. We know I love Rihanna. I bought oh, her so car. She like was like going in, in a way that was going like hurting him or like... They was fighting. Yeah, oh. In the car. I, know, I, I heard about the fight, but I didn't know that the the grabbage was the cause of the whole scenario. Dang. So that's what I really so A lot of stuff really was going on, on in the car. Like, I, I report know. shit, so, you know, I know all the backstory. But, yeah, bitch wow. had her hands on his neck. How do you respond to somebody wow. got your hand, got their hands on you? Why are you driving? Like, <laughs> like I don't have them. Um, I don't know. No. I think it was just an unfortunate event that happened. It was, but he is going to always be the, the one. Result of a toxic relationship. Yeah, but he is good. unfortunately always going to be the yeah, one. Yeah, I mean, you know, the raw and black guy. You know what I mean? You know, unfortunately, they want to paint the picture. Yeah, the, unfortunately the for y'all, they always going to point the paint the picture as y'all are. That's just y'all. Like y'all are just Do y'all think think since the situation that he's been blackballed by the industry or just the award shows? Or I definitely think so. Yeah, I think that. You know what I mean? He he definitely. But it's like his music. Like you can't deny it. So it's like it go that way, but people still love Breezy. So it's like, regardless. But it's a shame because if that wasn't in play, he would get way more acclaims. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, if that hadn't never happened. You got to remember when that happened, he had to deal with Wrigley, um, the guy. He had a lot of endorsements. He had a lot of things going on. That played every bit of a part of why he... Because he was... That next level, they was Michael Jackson and him. You feel me? There was a lot of these, like, yeah, uh, but that's it because he got core fans. But it's a lot more that he could have done. That's exactly what I'm saying. Same thing and accomplished. he gonna have core fans. Once you start fucking with a motherfucker, you don't like it's people that still rock with R. Kelly right now. I'm an R. Kelly fan. I ain't gonna lie, as far as his music. You see what I'm saying? So. But that's personal you, life. I can't connect to that. Cause you a fan, you feel me? So I, still, I can't deny his music. And so that, that's but Breezy like, ain't do nothing. Honesty. Well, I don't know. They keep trying to say he doing shit, but he ain't do nothing to the point where he did his whole time or whatever and went through all that drama and shit. Mm-hmm. But he pretty much been on some chill shit. It's not the same as the level of an R. Kelly. So he can still, you know, and he as long as he stay on some chill shit. He got a long time 
to continue his legacy. His music is not some music that today you're going to be like, oh, I hate it. I don't really hate none of his music. I'm, I'm a fan. Yeah, Brady's doing his thing. I'm a fan. And I also think when Rihanna forgave him, I think the people that are still trying to hold him back should take that into account. Right. Like, how are you, yeah. she forgive me? How are you not going to forgive me, too? That's some bullshit. Mm-hmm. That's the person I did it to. <laughs> she yeah. forgive me. Why you can't forgive me? And I'm not even going to go there, but y'all don't know about them island girls. They different. <laughs> oh. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like she was probably crazy too. They different. Crazy, and they just played a little. They different. With some, and it's just toxic. You just gotta recognize, like, hey, <clears throat> and that was a lesson learned for us. Definitely him. Yeah, and so now, her too. You know, next us time as men, because I can speak on it. Us as men, we it's something unfortunately that a lot of us had to go through sometimes and then the lesson is put there for you to learn from it and then once that you should take it in like that and then move different from after that you know what i'm saying and that's just that so that's probably what happened with that he he also coming up in a super fast like you know what i mean when when you in the industry and you was young coming in your life is it was already straight adulthood from the get-go so right. you skip a lot of that growing pains for real like you forced into it like mm-hmm. immediately so you know there's a lot of combination that that people that don't take that in consideration too and it's just really unfair but well we ought to learn not to grab a nigga nuts while he's driving <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and she learned a and lot. another thing for that that's another lesson for women like some women feel like for a long time until they had to go through some type of wild experience that they can do what they whatever they want. Like, you know, and that ain't the case. Right. You know what I'm saying? Just like nobody should nobody should be putting no hands on nobody. Exactly. So in the spirit in the spirit of the seasons changing, do y'all think second to Mariah Carey, Chris Brown has the best Christmas soundtracks? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, oh, you could never be mad at a Chris Brown. You can play a Chris Brown Christmas Carol right now. And I would Carol just say this. He fucked his Christmas up. And okay. he put it on. I didn't know if Nat King Cole still had it on lock or uh, what's the other one? He fucked that shit the, up. The, the Jackson still had it on lock. But y'all saying Chris is in that second spot. See, you could put that in rotation of a Jackson Five Christmas, right? Okay, you know what I mean. When you, when you can do stuff like that, then like you already, you know what I'm saying? Bad. Yeah, that's amazing. Just like you could I, put Mariah Carey in that same. Space. Yeah, I don't know if I you can beat. Um, I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus. Sorry. Oh no, I'm just saying. Mommy with a thigh pocket, but um, I'm just saying you can play those <laughs> albums with that album, those Jackson Five albums, and it wouldn't be like oh, people would be like oh, oh. it would just keep wilding. Right, but this so he fucked that up. Hear me? <laughs> oh, that was my jam. <laughs> Christmas. Oh, but the song is. The song was jumping. Anyway, pick again. Uh, <laughs> I was already picking. Uh, and then, cool, cool. we gonna get to this trivia. All right. 
I've been cooking some good ones tonight. Look at this. Ah, no hateration. Meek Mill, my guy. See, I've been broke. Yes. No. Meek Mill. Okay, yeah, moved up on the list. I ain't even put, <laughs> I ain't even put nothing in there. It's just what I was in there, and oh. I was like, I wanted to update today, but I ain't had time. Right, so, like once again, you know what I mean? Meek Mill, man, like I've been a Meek fan since the get go for real. When he was like doing the the battles or the freestyles or whatever, you know what I mean? I was watching him since then. And then how he evolved when he went to Rick Ross and the Maybach music and Dream Chases. Like, I love all of it. Like, yeah, like, very uh, influential, influential for the hip hop uh, generation of this age. You know what I mean? And it, it kind of gravitate, grab some of the uh, older you know what I mean, genre uh, of hip-hop, too, because, like, it's just, like, you know what I mean, he just, by nature, it's like the hustling music, like, a lot of, like, the older part, like that. But, it would, you know what I mean, I like Meek Mill, and that, that's my opinion. On it. How do y'all feel about Meek Mill? Shout out to Meek Mill and Philly. Mm. Me, Cat, who wanna go? There you go. I'll go last. Okay. Um, Meek and Rap. I'll say that much straight off the bat. He can rap. Music selection has always been awesome. Whoever he always gets to produce for him, it, they always make it sound good. Um, I never really get why it seemed like he kind of disassociated himself with Maybach music and Rick Ross and all that stuff. I don't know if he thought he was getting bigger than just being connected to that because that was always some industry stuff maybe that I never understood because I thought it would have been so much bigger if they did keep it like that as in MMG, Rick Ross, Meek Mill, and just keep going from there. Um, outside of the music, interesting guy. <laughs> just yeah. To me, I think he's awkward. Um, I think he did lose to Drake. Um, I don't understand how he let Nikki get away. Um, there's a whole bunch of stuff that just as as as, as Meek Mills is. I'm like. Your music is great, bro, but uh, what's on with your personal life? Yeah. Um, now I'm going to chime in. Yeah. When I first heard Meek Mill, I'm not going to lie to either one of you because I'm no liar. I was like, what the fuck? He had to start putting together song. Like, it was how he put together his songs in the beginning. Like I said, this didn't... It didn't catch you right really, away. Yeah. Then he started working on his formatting, and he became better to me. I'm not going to say I was a fan right away. As far as that him and Nikki shit, Nikki knew what she wanted. She wanted that nigga she married to now. Um, <laughs> so you think, uh, niggas, you think it's more you think it's a more more of a woman playing her chess pieces to get the wish you want to be it? No, because the nigga she got now ain't shit. She ain't play no chess pieces. She just he was wrapped up in his bullshit, his criminal life, his all his shit he had going on. Oh, she, so he couldn't already, really focus on. So you saying she already <laughs> wanted him, but he had to get himself together. That was like a first love kind of situation. Oh. She went back to. You see, started. I don't even know the history on the episode. This but good. Mm-hmm. Meek, um, 
I think once he started playing with them, well, with the Maybach music situation, that's one thing in the South, because then you got Meat Mill, you got Rick Ross over there, and you got, and I like this dude too, but this is, you know, just again, it's certain things you might fuck with a person, but some shit just be like, all right, nigga. And it's not no social media shit. Well, it is some social media shit on his part. Mm-hmm. Crying ass while I See, I like Wale. I just oh, said I only judge these people. I oh, just said I like Wale, but I'm not judging what nobody else said. Didn't I just say I like Wale? But you said crying as Wale because I'm like, Wale. But finish telling you why he's crying as Wale, not because other people on social media said, because of his actions on social media is why he's crying as Wale. You a dope ass fucking artist. I'm not gonna lie. First time I ever heard Wale, I was fucking with the guy. But a lot of times what he does is he hops on social media and he starts to wag, 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 wag. That's a lot to deal with. So, and then, and then most artists, when they come into the game, initially what they want to do is start their own record label so that they won't have to be under the thumb or the hand of the gatekeeper that brought them in. You feel me? Yeah, that's so, once they, that's once they get smart and that because we but listen, it's a lot come of men as a dummy. I'm not finished off. A lot of things have transpired in the whole process of that. With the Nicki Minaj shit even even um added to that. The nigga went to jail. Mm-hmm. For the Brian Dirk bike. <laughs> that was what that's triggered them locking him up. But it was old. that's what triggered locking him up. But he went to jail because he was dealing with fuck, fuck. Oh, she in trouble now. So fuck face as judges. You know what I'm saying? In his own state, um, city and state is why he went to jail. But the dirt bikes was the cause of them being able to lock his black ass up with expedience. You know what I'm saying? It's like that's a not more lesson. So, more lessons, like, you know what I mean? So. That's how they got him. But um, as far as him rapping now, it's cool, you feel me? But it's a lot of other shit that go into it. And it just don't be. But I don't get it twisted. I like Wale. I like him as a rapper. I don't like him on social media. Sometimes I wish he would shut the fuck up. So, so, all right. So when you don't. Like, you know what I mean? Connect with the person, like, on, like, uh, I guess a personal level. And you know that music, that kind of, like, make the music side of it, like, kind of change. No, absolutely fucking not. I'm still going to play Wild Life. Okay. I was like... So, if if we on a label and we a team and I drop an album, would is it too crazy to think that my label mate should... Boost me too, because that's what Wale's have his issues with. Yeah, they worried about them. It's me, myself. It's dog eat dog in this industry. It's I'm out here trying to do what I have to do to boost my own yeah, camaraderie. At, at the end of the day, that if I feel like it, it is, you know, what I mean, if you, you know, it's it's really not up to. It's really not a thing that has to happen. Like it should, you know, good in, in nature. Like yo. That's Stop. I, I said this before. Stop expecting people but to do what it is that you want them to do. Them to do. Don't expect shit from me. I don't have to drop you. I don't have to boost your album. I don't have to promote your album. We label mates. 
You feel me? That's what we are. I got to worry about my own shit. The music industry is a dog-eat-dog world. There's really no real friends in the music industry. So for you to come in and expect anything else, you're a fool. You're a dummy. There's certain questions that I ask. I personally would ask the artist when they when they say that these are the directions they want to take. And this advice that I give is given for, given for a reason. You can't expect just because you want to label with somebody and they you got an album dropping, they're supposed to promote your shit. Nor should they expect that shit from you. Y'all are co-workers. Y'all work at the same company. You go to a regular job. Do you expect everything from all your um, co-workers? You expect everybody to be on your accord and everybody cool. And, oh, they're going to tell the boss that you did an excellent job today on the such and such and such. That don't happen. What you get is a hater that says, <laughs> you know me? Fuck it, I didn't think he's doing something. I'm going to throw some dirt in the game. And I'm going to try to get ahead before he gets that. They're co-workers. Mm-hmm. They're co-workers, and their boss was Rick Ross. How Rick Ross handled that as a uh, employer is how he handled it. But that's the reality of what happened with Maybach music. You feel me? People forgot that they were co-workers, and your co-workers don't always do what you want. Sometimes they eat your lunch. Yeah, that's just scumbag stuff, right? Do you feel me? Scumbags. Yeah, <laughs> you know I mean? like, sometimes that's like they move. Gotta, I mean, they move something off your desk that you like, needed, and they took it, and you don't know where it went. All kinds of stuff happened with your coworkers. What I'm what I'm trying to get at with the whole Meek Mill situation is, if you're not working together, because all right, I, this is a little bit of a contrast. Young Money, you always hear Drake boosts Nicki, Nicki boosts Drake, Lil Wayne, Lil Wayne boosts both of them. People know who they are, but it's like MMG didn't do that. And while they was the one that got upset, yes. Meek Mill was the one that didn't help him, yes. But then MMG as a, as the label, as the as a company, is just like fizzled out. I mean, there's no group in that, in my opinion, anymore, unless they're really I mean, there probably really is, but you don't hear like that team. Hmm. No, they're like, not really. I think now, like I saying like now and a little bit on social media that like they doing like I think they maybe conquered what they were um maybe a lot of people were expecting like you know, like you said now it's coming into fruition now. You know what I mean? With maybe some new type of uh new negotiations or contracts or whatever. I think that's happening now. But yeah, I agree with you like I felt like, damn, like, why they don't move like Cause that? Because they wasn't never moving like that in the first place. Mm-hmm. Nobody, in order to be a team, the camaraderie has to be there. You feel me? It was like, Ross, I think Ross felt like he had to build himself up to a certain thing because he was still, he was still, you know, bubbling. And so he didn't well, he have was, time. He was to... always putting the boss at the top, so that was always. And I don't think he had time to babysit two grown ass men. Yeah, and then he had to still do deals. And he got man. tired of it. He got tired of the shenanigans. This was like, you know what? Fuck this. Right. I'm gonna focus on my wings. And, and only them know. Only them really know what happened. Like well, what they go through. These yeah. are just our opinions. Like you know what I mean? From I'm outside sure. looking. Looking in, it just looked like that, you know what I mean? So I, I, I understand how everybody feel on the floor. But I just judging from 
music wise, the dude is ill. You feel me? I personally watched him from, and I can understand what you mean, Cat, when you were saying, like, you ain't understand. No, I'm talking about one. No, you you ain't really understand maybe like the delivery of the uh introduction. But if you watched them from like when he was rapping, like you know what I mean, battling and all that, people people that watched them for that kind of got it and understood how his delivery came off like that more. I get it. He was hungry like most niggas is on the street that battle rap like everybody else. It's nothing. You know what I mean? But what I said was I, I didn't understand him at first, but I like the structure. You feel me? I like how he gave how to be. Because you don't know that when you first come in the game automatically. It's still people out here that don't understand how to structure a song, how to structure a whole full album that is a product to sell on the streets, you feel me? But he learned that as he went along. I, I like I think that was a part of his his whole team strategy too. Like, you know, what I mean, this is what makes you different. On top of like, you you already got your talent, so just stick with this, right? Maybe that was a part of that too. I don't know. Maybe, maybe. I'm not debating it. I don't. You know, what I mean, my point is, I just didn't like him when he initially when I first heard. I get you. And shit happens like that with me, and it's it is. Yeah, you be tough. But I've always said that. I've, this is not something that I <laughs> I've never come out and said. No. Like I never said that I was going to be all. I gotta like everybody, or I gotta like how everybody does. You know what I mean? I like what I like, and I'm proud of what I like, and what I don't like, I'm proud to say I don't like it. It's just what it is. You know? uh, did you like when Meek Mill slipped down his grandma or his mama stairs on that viral video? Because uh, it was funny. Social <laughs> was media wins hilarious. again. Hilarious. I, like I like that. Social that media funny. wins again. Pain. I, you know why I liked it? Because it's happened to I'll me. I'll go viral before, before music, you know what I mean? If I fall down some stairs, this is crazy. Like, and not only that, it's like, how you fell. It wasn't just that you fall yeah, down. You got to fall like crazy. His legs was up in the air like <laughs> it was like some cartoon shit. So sorry, I found it funny. <laughs> All right. <laughs> People be so creative, dude. Like they'll they'll put like some backgrounds behind you and all you looking like <laughs> you dangling from or something. You mess around on the internet become a spectacle. And I ain't gonna lie, I don't need the internet for that kind of laughter. If you fall the fuck in front of me, if I fall, I make it a joke. That's a question. Like, you know what I'm saying? you be mad for going viral for off of something that's you know People I mean, see I, you I, fall every day, B. What'd you be at? You fall in public. I don't feel That's no time to Fell a certain guy away. That's what you're gonna be. I like I like to show ridiculousness, so it's like yo, ridiculous. <laughs> Am I gonna be mad if I get caught slipping? I I'm like the, new, caught slipping. the new age uh and shout out to the the uh now they had a couple of extensions, the wild boys, but the originals was uh the MTV uh Crazy white dudes. Rob Dirty. Jackass, Jackass. Yeah, them. They like oh, well, yeah, them. started that whole But Dirtick was different because he wasn't a part of that. He was a skateboarder, you feel me? Yeah, all of them pretty they much. With, but he didn't hang with them. He hung with Big Rob, which is the big black man. Yeah, like, it was yeah, something I, totally different. Yeah, when they had the real but I'm saying 
he had fantasy factory. Before you know? them is what I'm saying was the jackass. So the jackass had that like influence on them guys to do those type of shows. Like it was like uh America's home funniest videos times ten. You know what I mean? Right, like, right, extra. Right. But nah, like, yeah, still. All right, so I was about to say a funny little caveat story real quick. So on my way across country while I was driving, I actually passed Steve O's tour bus. Oh really? What? When I was in Arizona. On oh yeah? Yeah. His, he had a whole graphic on the side. It said Steve O and everything. And I'm like, oh, he must be doing because apparently he has a new show now. But I actually passed the tour bus when I was just coming out of Arizona. Okay. Yeah, oh, that's kind of dope. Crazy. Wow. Oh, all right. Look at that. Out there being a jackass and shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, that's dope, Doc. That's what's up. All right, so I'm going to get to this love real quick because we got to get to the trivia. Mm. You feel me? Um, sorry, excuse me. It's yeah, not the that, trivia. That, that, that it's trivia. the final, final exam. We got to come up with something. We got to record something. <laughs> To bring that in, like the final uh, exam. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, can you can somebody flip the tempo, the final countdown, or something like that? Uh, hold up, let me get to uh, the love first, and then we're gonna get to the so. final exam because that's shorter than this damn exam. Because we gotta think, and we should have like the Jeopardy music or some shit. Because <laughs> that's easy. The Cleese, the Cleese man. All right, well, let me get to this stuff. We got a new country on the list. I haven't put them on the list, on the list, because I just spotted them today. But um, I'm cool with it, and I hope everybody else is cool with it. They don't have no choice, really, <laughs> at all. <laughs> Not one. But um, yeah, let me get to the live real quick. Love notes. Um, you see the equation. We've already talked about how we got to calling it love notes. Somebody want to keep calling them show notes. And <laughs> That's me. And yeah. I always said that it was love. So we combined it together and now it's called love notes. I should have some music behind that too. <laughs> Kenny G is some shit. <laughs> Okay. Oh, big love to my time. Yeah, on the sex. The United States, the, uni- so oh. the United States, the United Kingdom, India, France, Germany, and Belgium, specifically Brussels. I love you. Hi, darlings. Thank you for being my top six. Russia, Indonesia, Japan, New Zealand, Australia, Turkey, Switzerland, Canada, Mexico, Austria, Philippines, Kenya. Hi, I love you too. Pakistan, Romania, South Africa, um, Nigeria, Brazil, Netherlands, Singapore, Spain, Japan, Ireland, and Nepal. I love you all. I do, I do, I do, I do. Um, Mauritius, Israel, Hong Kong, China, Poland, Tunisia, Venezuela, baby, Czech Republic, and Portugal. I love you. And welcome, Morocco. Hi. Welcome. Um, And thanks for the love, man. I appreciate you guys so much. Let's get that off the screen. All right. We back. We back. All right. So we ready for this final exam? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> All righty. So final exam. 
remember, it was my pick. Um, and it's a group. It's a group. Okay. Yeah. So, but remember, it's my pick, so it's going to be harder for y'all than me. We know it's a group. Come on with it. We know it's a group. First clue, first clue. First clue. Huh. Oh, we can't hear that. Oh, no. Oh, no. We can put it on the screen real quick. Oh, okay. Okay, so West Coast Trio. Oh, labels between Loud Records, Koch. Oh, wait a minute. Only one member is actually born in that coast. Okay. Oh, okay. That's not enough. That's <laughs> West Coast Trio, so it's a trio. But only one <laughs> one member of the group was born on that coast, mm. and was um was signed to Loud Koch, and I'm not even going to try to say that right now. But wax exploitation. See, I can't wax mm. Only one on member banging on wax. I know, but I was born on that back. coast. Okay, uh, next clue. Nice yeah, I'm gonna need more than that, but that's a good one. We're gonna leave that on the screen right West now. Oh, and you yeah. ready? You ready tonight? What you showing off? Hold on, let me um pin this real quick because uh, we coming back to this. Just in case. Uh, All right, five release albums. The first is 21 and Over, and the last being Firewater. Hmm. Five released albums. The Fire first album, is huh. 21 and over. And the last being Firewater. Who? No. Okay. I don't know. Rap Trio. Only one member of the Rap Trio is from the West Coast. From the West Coast. Do, 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 do. You already know I'm not going, I'm not getting ready to guess nothing. So <laughs> I want all my clues. Number three. Is it West Coast Connection? No, good guess what? though, but no. That is a rap Give me number three. Give me number three. I'm going, I'm going full money. I'm not even. All right. Knox number three. Knox number three. Yeah, number three. Oh, yeah, we got to come to that agreement. <laughs> All right, number three. Um, come on, get on the screen. One of their singers, oh, one of their singles featured "Old Dirty Bastard" and peaked at number six on the U.S. rap charts in 1997. Oh my gosh! Wait a minute. Oh, 1997. Old Dirty Bastard. What? Oh man! Oh my gosh! What clue was that? Number three. Oh, I remember old dirty bastard did something with my right car. Damn, old dirty was on that one. Hmm. West Coast riders. I'm what? I'm DPGs, Dub Pound Gang. No. That's a duo. Yeah, because it is only. I thought Snoop was a part of them, that gang, too. Uh, DPG was normally just uh, corrupt and Daz Dillinger. 
No Snoop Dogg. He put Hop on his features, but he wasn't. And the group. He had to be a part of DPG. No, no. Snoop up and ask him, is he a member of DPG? DPG, Dog Pound Gangsters. Remember, original album was Dog Food. Snoop was yeah. always a guest featured artist. Uh, I don't know. I need to call Uncle Snoop on that one, but okay. Because <laughs> uh, so like one wrong. of that singles feature Old Dirty and it peaked number six in the U.S. rap charts in 1997. All right. Sure. And I got somebody in mind, but I'm not mm-mm, not guessing yet. Uh, let me see. West Coast Trio. But only yes, one of them was born on the West Coast. In 1997. Yes, sir. They were signed to Cox. They were signed to Loud. Oh. And were exploitation. Mm-hmm. Five release albums, the first being 21 and over, and the other one being Firewood. I got a per- I got a I got a group in mind, but I don't wanna say it. One of their singles feature, I really got a group in mind, but I just don't wanna say it right now. I'ma say it on the last one. Hmm. Old Dirty Bastard and um, Old Dirty. They had a joint with Old Dirty Bastard. Old Dirty. And it peaked at number six on the US rap charts in nineteen ninety-seven. Old Dirty Bastard's on that track. Hmm. You ready for number four? Yeah. Cause I might get guessing at number four. Let's go to number four. Number four. Mm. I got Oh, dang. Okay. Um, the group was originally called ESP, Educated Street Poets. Oh, my gosh. But had to change their names due to name conflict with other groups named, um, another group named, um, well, other groups named ESP. 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 And I I don't really think y'all would probably know this. You had to be deep into that side of the music. Educated <laughs> Street Poets was the name. I want to say, nope. You're going to shoot before the fifth? You're going to shoot before the fifth? Yeah. I'm going to lie. Yeah, we might plead the fifth. <laughs> plead the fifth. <laughs> F-I-F. Plead the fifth. The fifth is. I plead the fifth. We were. I'll be digging. What I tell you? Yeah, he did. ESP. I I feel like I got. I don't know. Maybe this fifth one. ESP. Might confirm. West Coast, nineteen ninety-seven. They had the song "Old Dirty Best." Right. That's why I'm thinking of a particular kind of people who would do a song with "Old Dirty." And not be offended by how he he was as a peep a person, and I got an idea. And they ain't the ghetto boys. No, no they not West Coast, Texas. Right, they, they, they not say West Coast or down south. I don't know. We had this discussion before. 
Oh, funny thing about number four. The only reason I even thought about this is because I knew them as this. And when we discussed my last one was Poor Righteous Teachers. The names are always very similar to me. So that's kind of how I picked this. Oh, all right. Okay. Right. I Poor do. Righteous Teachers. I'm still mad about and, that. Uh, man. I'm not trying to use this one. We're number five. It was with them. Uh, I, I got the idea, though. But let me get my number five. Are you with the number five? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Number five. Number five. All right. Was that name one name of one was that name of one man band name? What does that mean exactly? <laughs> <laughs> like it was just one name or was it like Chris Rock Kim? Is it no. Cypress Hill? No, not Cypress Hill. All right, decent guess though, oddly enough. Because I was, I, was, I thought Coast. that, but I knew that. I'm like, nah, I was just thinking West Coast, like, right. Yeah. But okay, who else? Oh, uh, on the West Coast, there was a trio that would they weren't uh, ESP, they was a. Uh, Nah, that was a that was a dope song. Uh, mm. And it, it wasn't Luke and Two Live Crew. No, they Florida. We got to go back <laughs> to the West Coast, honey. <laughs> that God is again. He's go back this. to the West Coast. I don't know if I'm ready to, to concede yet no, because no. I already, um, Cypress Hill is out of here. Cypress Hill was actually a decent guess too. To be honest with you. I mean, I was just thinking like West Coast. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, I might got to see that might have won this one tonight. That I think you got us, man. Like we just we, so, we does the late great King Knots in the house that the woman named Cat Lee built, do they concede? I think so. Let me get one more try. Hold on. All right. All right. All right. We don't can see yet. Hold up. All right. <laughs> Damn. Let me go to my mental Rolodex. <laughs> and I see the content. That gives your mental oh. Rolodex on time. This is crazy. And then I'm gonna be angry about this this one too. I've already felt some kind of way about last week. Huh. What? Got one? I wanna um remember West Coast. Right, that's what I'm saying. Stay on the West Coast. I'm trying to stay in that lane directly. But only two of them is from I mean, two of them not from the, the the West Coast for real, but it's three of them. So one is actually from the West Coast. Mm-hmm. The other two are not. And it had old dirty bastard on that song. And the song went number six. In nineteen ninety seven. Right. And they sound the song the cops loud and or exploitation. Oh yeah, you ain't never answered. There's a one man band name. 
No, this oh. their name is two words. Oh. I guess that's the way I answer that. Two words. They do two. have a prominent nickname that people call them by, though. Two names, two word name. Yeah, two word name. Okay. Nah, that's not working. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this one got me. Is Doc about to go up on one? See, I don't want to just give it away. I mean, you say that after in your life. I'm thinking. I got to give an educated thought process guess. I don't know. Hold on. I feel like I know what it is, and then he's going to say it, and I'm like, yo. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it usually works. Uh, <laughs> that's how it usually works. 97. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I remember music in 97. You said you remember music in 96 last time, too, though. <laughs> no, I, thought I did, but see, you got me. <laughs> All right, man. I think you got us. Go ahead and, go ahead and give it to us, man. And here you go. What is it? Watch it. Wait. Watch it. Okay. Okay. It's not okay. It's not there. What is that? The alcoholics. I'm, I'm the not. Alcoholics. I'm. And I was thinking like Tupac. The Outlaws? <laughs> I think the Outlaws. No, the Outlaws had who? Gaddafi. Uh, no. I can't remember their names right now. Yeah, no, but I was thinking like, I think about like Tupac too around like that era. So I do remember Alcohol. I don't know. Also, the licks. But, <laughs> so uh, that puts me up one. So, yeah. Let me update the score real quick since I'm winning. <laughs> Put numbers on the board. I'm, I, I don't know. I'm mad about not knowing that one, dog. Doc huh? is giving the holy hip hop Bible right scrolls study study your study on your ding study study study. Doc wins again. Yeah. No, I'm only up one. There's still time for comeback. So, um, who's turn is to pick, and what do you want to focus on? <laughs> um, is it your turn, boy? I got you this. I got you this. Um, yeah, this mm, be good. Let's see if we can guess. I don't know. All I'm doing is picking. Uh, making okay. arrow. Make it narrow so it'll make you think you got an advantage. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm male, a male or female. How about that? That's too broad, but we can do that. <laughs> nah, I'm going to switch the lane a little bit. Yeah, because it is. But no, male or female can be. All right. Yeah, I guess that's too. Yeah. Yeah. You ain't going to be uh, dang, no year, state, yeah. style of rap, region, a subject matter that might be too hard, though. 
I had one in mind though, but I lost it. So now I'm trying to get it back. <laughs> Damn. Um, let's do. We're gonna go for another year. Uh oh, a year? Okay. Another year. That's the only clue. No, we're gonna say nineteen ninety four. Ninety four. Oh, oh, yeah. Do you want a region to make it a little bit easier? That ninety four. Where, where, where were they at? Where were they from? What was going on in ninety four? Yeah, ninety four. My bad. 94 and you want to pick a region or a individual or a group yeah is it a group or individual how about that a duo collective um see why i gotta go get ask him huh? what year i'm he got a specific year we going into my detail so I'm you surprised just just two. We was just asking, so we right, can cool. have... 94. The year's going to be 94. 94. 94 is the year, then. 94, you better know it. Yes, sir. It should be interesting. Huh? <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to win, but I might. I might, but... You're 94. You found... Handle your business, Doc. Hey, we are worldwide, but not catching... Rico charges like the Fuji. I'm trying to tell you, I swear it's like a criminal enterprise over there. Allegedly. I'm, I don't know that for real. I'm not saying that for real. But <laughs> it's just a weird, it's weird. You feel me? Everybody. It's hard out here. <laughs> everybody been in trouble legally. Everybody, even lonely. Yeah. Everybody. See, they all became activists. Mm-hmm. That's what it is to me. Like they all became like Martin Luther King's, uh, Malcolm X's. Oh, you snappy tonight! Like, oh, They all was like political uh, refugees. That's basically what they were. Political now. Political, they were political refugees, so they had to flip it for the people that weren't getting it, you know what I mean, that was watching from the points of the way that, you know, they were watching from for other people that understood that, understood why they chose who they were. But some people, like, you know what I mean, beginning didn't understand what was going on, so that's why after all that submerged, <laughs> Things started unfolding like how they did, but also, you know, what I mean, just on a small, you know, what I mean, window from somebody looking in, they it was probably already like something going on, message, maybe some type of uh, whatever organization or like, you know, what I mean, voice for organization behind the scenes or something behind the scenes. I just hope y'all understand that. We understand. 
That's why they top flight. That survived to learn more about hip hop. Anyway, so some things I gotta say. We gonna get to Sam so we can get up out of here. Um, first things first, if you would like to come on the show, hit us up ambitiously the podcast at gmail.com. Again, ambitiouslythepodcast at gmail.com. Phone line is always open. We make phone calls sometimes, but the volume is down, so we can't hear. But I got that she heard me. You feel me? So he on his way. All right. So join the conversation. The number is 443 850 4828. 443 850 4828. The number is going at the bottom of the screen. Damn it. Um, know that if I play the video, I have permission to play it. I'm going to get in trouble for what I played earlier, but whatever. I don't care. I'm, I'm, a, rebel. I'm a rebel without a cause. <laughs> you're, uh, a refugee. You're a little. Okay. I'm a rebel. <laughs> I know that, but see, this is this is why I say I'm a rebel because I know it get me in trouble. But yet I did it again. You feel me? I'm a rebel without a crime. Spears did. The point is, I did it. Um, catch me on IG at. Miss underscore ambitiously E N T. No, it was the same thing. F B um ambitiously YouTube ambitiously the podcast. Uh that's where you can hit me up at. Um remember to like, share, and subscribe. Please do. We appreciate every um shares and like and subscription. Check out the website, www.ambitiouslyentertainment.com, www.ambitiouslyentertainment.com. Um, I'm not going to put the cash app up there today, but you know how that go. It'll be back on Monday. <laughs> Join our coffee, um, ambitiously ENT, on coffee.com. Same thing for Patreon. Same thing for View It. I'm not doing that tonight either. Sorry, this is where you should jump in there. You can find me, uh, King underscore Knox on IG. Uh, check me out, man. You know, catch up with you, your boy. Uh, also, you can listen right now. Should be a link coming up. Uh, with uh, two projects of mine. The first one is uh, Noah Feelings. Yay. Streaming now over uh, 2,000 streams. And The Genesis, most current, you know, both streaming right now on uh, King, King Knox. But uh, you can see all that. The link is on IG. So I'll let me follow that. All right. Also, big shout out to our DJ, Brukezy, for the, you know what I mean? He be doing it. He holding it down on a Friday fire mix. So big shout out to him. And remember to let me know how you feel about the mix so I can report it to him. You know, he like to hear about that. Put him in a mix. Um, yeah. So that's that. So let's get to some other business. Some other things I have to say. You know what time it is, Shorty. 
like, no, <laughs> but anyway. I thought she was about to break into a bar. So yeah, she was about to get it off. Like, oh, we doing? We doing this? Okay. You know that's my thing, man. You know, I love to skate. Um. So anyway, uh. <laughs> sorry. Oh, it's time to say this. Mind your business, except for on Medium Mondays, where I tell you other people's business because it's fun and we nosy and all that good stuff. It's a good time. Um, but otherwise, mind your business. Don't forget to come back next Tuesday for the tap in with myself and King Knox and Doc. You feel me? Doing our thing. Um, but yeah. Other than that, just mind your business. It's a safer way to live. Um, also, tell your babies, because listen, school, starting back to school, is it's crazy for children. So just encourage them and remember to tell them that they are the greatest of all times. They need that encouragement. Um, they want to work for NASA, then tell them to be the best astronaut engineer, uh, secretary, janitor, or receptionist, or whatever else they do over there at NASA. I don't know. It's space. But if they want to work for NASCAR, and tell them to be the best pit boss, NASCAR driver, commentator, or whatever else they do over there at NASCAR. I don't know. Never worked there either. But the point is, just make sure you tell them to, that they agree. Um... Stay in your lane, because everybody's lane is not your lane. And you jump in my lane, guess what you're going to get? <laughs> oh, no. Wait a minute. You didn't even get it. Wait a minute. You didn't get it. Hold up. Wait a minute. I got to do that again, yeah, baby. Yeah. <laughs> She wasn't even doing the wait a minute, girl, but once she caught up, she got right. You don't want her. You yeah, but don't poke the freaking lion. You know what I'm but anyway, that was the point of all of that in the first place. But you just poked up, you just poked the lion. Poked up. Damn, she won't. All right, so what she really want. <laughs> You get the delay strike because that's gonna hurt you worse. <laughs> that's a sneak attack. You feel me? Like you don't want her. That strike was building up. Like. So, what you really want is her, because she's nice, sweet, kind of cuddly, and all that good stuff. And she's just the one, or her, at least her, because baby, if I'm purring, I'm a happy, 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 happy girl. But the point is, you don't want the first one. Just saying, like, everybody has their own lane and yours is not mine. You feel me? What usually happens is a collision once you just start jumping in other lanes and who the fuck needs that? Nobody. So just stay in your lane. And last but not least, pick and choose your battles wisely. Every battle is not a battle for you to fight. Sometimes you just got to step away from some shit and say, all right, fuck it. You feel me? You won. Um, but... <laughs> There's a war going on out there. We got to worry about that shit. So don't worry about everything. Thinking about everything and everything is not a fight. <laughs> know that. And with that being said, I got to get up out of here. Got things to do. Got to get up early in the morning. You know, mommy duties. 
Everybody else got other things they gotta do, I guess you feel me. And so good night. And good night, good night, good night. Um, thanks that baby. I might not be there when you call me, but I'm always on time. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> bye yeah. y'all. Good night. Good night. <laughs> All right.